Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Paul Hahn, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Murray has been taking us through The Secret to Fellowship with God, in which Murray says, We must, as Christians, make time to be quiet in God's presence daily and to wait upon His Holy Spirit to renew our hearts and minds. Today, we'll be looking at the reading from June 9th called Obedience. The verse of the day is from Jeremiah 11.4, which says, Obey me and do everything I command you, and you will be my people, and I will be your God. Originally, this text is written to God's people, the Israelites, while they were under a generation of so much political and cultural upheaval and transition, first under Assyrian rule, then Egyptian, and finally under Babylonian rule. And Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet because of the message of God's judgment that he had to deliver to his people. But it really stemmed from this conviction that he had that much of the suffering, trials, and tribulations that God's people faced were actually a direct result of their disobedience to God. And I know that for my life, this is so true, that many of the hurts and heartaches and pains that I have gone through have been a result of either my own direct rebellion against God or as a result of someone else's rebellion against God toward me. And on the flip side, Jeremiah's message from the Lord is one of repentance, that if they would obey and do everything that the Lord commands, they will be his people and he will be their God, which recalls God's covenantal promise with his people, that they would also be recipients of his love, provision, and protection that they would be blessed to be a blessing. Murray reminds us that, like the people of Israel, we too are people of God's covenantal love. However, I'm grateful we should be grateful because unlike the old covenant that was based on the law and whether or not you could keep the law, our new covenant is the gospel. Our new covenant with God is not based on whether we could keep his laws, but it's all based on Christ's finished work on the cross. It is based on the foundation of God's grace through faith in Jesus. And not only that, but our new covenant with God also includes the gift of the Holy Spirit, that we now actually have supernatural power from God through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives to be able to live a life of obedience to him. Murray reminds us of scripture with this truth. Uh, Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three says, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. Prophesying that one day, today, our hearts could literally be sealed by the Holy Spirit so that we might be transformed from the inside out instead of us trying to seek out our own righteousness through outward actions. Again, in Ezekiel 36, 27, God says, And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Again, affirming the new covenant promise and truth that we get to live in now, 
that with the presence of the Holy Spirit within us, we have the strength and power to obey. But why is obedience so important? First, because Jesus modeled obedience and submission to the Father in his own life. And if we say we want to look more and more like Jesus to grow in our Christlikeness, we must also learn to submit to the Father's will as Jesus did. Obedience is also important because in Jesus' own words, he says that whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. And also, if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Jesus lets us know that love for him, love for Jesus, is defined as a life of obedience. It's letting God know that we trust him that he's worthy of our trust, faith, and hope. It's letting God know that we acknowledge that his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts higher than our thoughts. It's acknowledging that he knows what is good for my life, and it's submitting to his will over mine for his glory and my good. How do you respond to this call, to God's call for obedience? Would your friends, family, even your own conscience say that your life is defined by obedience to God? And is there any area of your life that you still need to submit in obedience to God's will? I think for me, my view of God and what I believe to be true about who he is and who he says he is has completely shaped my view of obedience. You see, it's much easier to trust God, to trust anyone, but especially God, when you believe that he's not only all-knowing and all-powerful, but also full of all love, grace, mercy, goodness, and faithfulness. You see, when you see God that way, instead of seeing a prohibitive father who doesn't want me to enjoy life, I see a father who is looking out for my best interest, that his instruction is not withholding any goodness, but it's almost like a father who's telling his son not to touch a flame, knowing that although it's captivating and exciting and enticing, it will only result in pain and scars if he actually touched it. So what is your perspective on who God is today? And where would you invite the Holy Spirit to teach you how to live in obedience? Because maybe obedience for you might start with asking the Holy Spirit to bring so much assurance of his love and grace for you that it's that much easier to trust him wholeheartedly in a life of obedience. Let's pray this prayer together today. Heavenly Father, thank you for your spirit that enables me to be obedient. Thank you for the joy of a life in your love. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.